Mystery Minnesota is an original fiction podcast from Adventures in Creativity Productions. Call it an anthology of strange stories, mysteries of a punishing land, and the people that call it home. And these stories impacted one man's life in a way he never anticipated. Believe them or don't. But remember, these stories are told in order, so make sure and start at the beginning. Don't worry, we'll be here whenever you catch up. Welcome to Mystery Minnesota. Well, 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 that was the end of season two. I hope you guys are enjoying the story so far. We have just one season left to wrap up this story. And in future episode here, I'll have a little more information about how that's going to look and when that's coming. It'll be soon. Don't worry. I actually have everything already set up and ready to roll. It's just that I've got a few things to take care of before we can get into that. And I figured, you know what? Before we dive into this final season, maybe we'll take just a very short break for a few weeks here and let that uh, first two seasons sink in, give people a chance to get caught up and get ready for the third season. Now, today this is going to be just a little bit of a season two wrap up, a little bit of Q&A, just a short little kind of season two wrap up, I guess is the best way to, to explain it. But before we get into that... I just have a couple words that I want to share, and we'll get into that right now. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption. I'm Dave, creator, host, narrator, writer, producer, and, well, I guess you could just say the mind behind AIC Stories. That's right. Like you guys probably know, AIC Stories is a very small, independent, one-man operation. And as you probably know, creating a podcast, especially one with multiple series like AIC Stories, takes a lot of work, a lot of time, effort, and let's be honest, a lot of money. That's why I wanted to take just a second to let you know that if you love AIC Stories and want to help support the show, you can do that now in a couple different ways including at buymeacoffee.com slash AIC stories. Buy Me A Coffee is a way for you as a listener to help keep the lights on and keep the stories flowing. Every little bit helps, and while I was very hesitant to even think about asking anyone for money because, well, who likes to do that? I had more than a few people ask how they could help support AIC stories, and I figured, why not? People were asking, so let's give you guys the option. And truly, the support means the world to me, so I do sincerely thank you for that. Of course, I know not everyone is in a position to financially support the show through Buy Me A Coffee, but that doesn't mean you still can't help me out immensely. If you can take a second to leave a rating and review, or even just share the show on social media or tell your friends about all the great storytelling content happening right here at AIC Stories, you'll be helping me out just as much as any financial support through Buy Me A Coffee would. And I'm eternally grateful for any and all help that you guys can give me. Like I said, this is a small independent podcast and it takes a lot of work to keep this thing going. And any of this help that you can do really just means the world to me and helps me keep delivering better and better content to you guys each and every week. So jump over to buymeacoffee.com slash AIC stories or just visit AICstories.com and you'll find all the links right there if you want to help financially support AIC Stories. Or, of course, you can find me on social media everywhere at AIC Stories. 
and you can leave a rating review in the podcast player of your choice. So share the show, tell your friends, rate and review if you can. And if you're able to and interested, buymeacoffee.com slash AIC stories is where you can go to financially support the show and, and help keep these stories flowing. I do truly appreciate it. I'm sorry for the interruption here. Now let's get to our regularly scheduled programming. So why don't we get right into it? One of the most common themes, uh, comments, I guess you could say, I've heard at the conclusion of season two is some questions surrounding the monster Peppermint and Roger's involvement and just what is happening there. I've seen a couple popular theories that uh, some of you have said, oh my God, Roger is Peppermint. I'm not going to ruin that because we're going to address that lightly in the final season, but I love seeing these theories come across. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this second season. Like all of Mystery Minnesota, these are based on uh, some actual family stories that have been passed down for years. And after the series concludes, I'm planning something special where we're going to talk a little bit about those actual family stories. I'm going to bring in a very special guest to help me do that and uh, discuss a little bit where the inspiration came from. But for now, I hope you're enjoying my fictional take on some of these old family stories from here up in northern Minnesota. Now, looking at it, uh, one of the questions that I've gotten, people, people want to know, and because I know that I, I may confuse this, uh, because Mystery Minnesota is being released in the AIC Stories feed, Hosted by me, David Swiduck. I'm the creator and, and narrator and all of that stuff. People wonder about the, the name of the narrator. Is this narrator supposed to be me? And it's not. I am the voice of the narrator. Sure, I, I voice him. Um, but the narrator in this story is a fictional character. It is not me. Um, in fact, it's not even really based on me. Uh, there are elements of the story of Mystery Minnesota that are based on me. However, the narrator isn't really one of those elements. He's completely fictional, just a, a construct I've created to uh, enable me to tell this story. He's the voice um, that's, that's kind of sharing this story with us. But it is not me. I am not the narrator. I am not claiming that all these things have happened to me. So I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, kind of point two tied to that. Um, a couple people have asked if the brother is based on my brother. Well, no, because A, like I said, the narrator's not me. 
And second, I don't have a brother. Uh, in real life, I do not have a brother. I have two younger sisters, but no brother. So, no, the, the brother is not made based on me. He is also just part of a story. So, for those of you that are listening that have asked questions about uh, my relationship with my brother growing up and the bond that we have and things like that, hey, I appreciate you reaching out. I'm glad that the story has... Uh, given you the impression that these are based on on real situations and that means I've, I've done my job to kind of create this real bond between these brothers but the brother isn't real the narrator isn't real they're completely fictional characters in this fictional story so uh, I appreciate the comments and I just wanted to clear that up because I know a few of you have have expressed some comments talking about you know how how close it sounds like me and my brother are and <laughs> well there's no brother so interesting that that was one of the things you guys picked up on now one of the other questions i get occasionally is people want to know because i am in real life based here in northern minnesota they want to know if these locations and places are based on real places and some of you have asked, oh, is this this place over here? And is that that place? Some of you that are familiar with the Northland. Um, the the short, short answer here is that yes, of course, uh, a lot of these locations are based on real places that I know well. Um, some of them being family land and, and, and things like that, you know, places that I grew up in, spent a lot of time in. However, the names and locations in, in relation to the other places here have actually been kind of shifted and twisted and um, names made up, you know, things like that. We're going to find in season three, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there is a, a location of a lake and a name of a lake that um, I basically took a couple different names and created this fictional lake, but I had the real place in mind when I did it. However, that real place does not fall geographically where I describe it in the story, in real life, if that makes sense. So yes, these locations are oftentimes based on, on real places I know and know well and visit and, and kind of you know explore regularly but they are, are obviously fictionalized. And a lot of that is just because I don't want to give up locations and you know name specific places just on the off chance that people decide, hey, I want to go traipsing around there in real life and check it out. You know, some of you that uh, are friends and know the area, family, whatnot, um, you'll probably be able to figure out these places that I'm talking about. And if not, ask me and in a, in a direct message, I'll let you know. And in, you know, places that I'm sure you've been, if you know the area well, but for privacy reasons, I have shifted all of that. So now one of the, the last questions going into this is I've had a few people ask why peppermint? Why? choose that smell for this monster you know I, I had some some people referring to it saying you know I, I kind of envisioned a, a monster like this having a little more you know musty rotting smell or you know something a little more sinister and to me I chose peppermint because it's a smell that just kind of plays a little bit with our mind it's something that we look at and think of as being pretty enjoyable you know, it's associated with the holiday times. That's part of it. And um, 
it's not something we associate with sinister or uh, evil or, or vile, but it's also a smell that when you smell a lot of it in a, in a concentrated dose, I guess you could say, a concentrated area, it can become a little sickening, which I know is a phrase I probably overused this series, the, the sickeningly sweet smell of peppermint. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of why I chose peppermint. You know, look, the story is, it's based on, uh, sort of based, like I said, on these real life stories. But the, the story this is based on didn't have any sort of element of a, a lingering effect. And I needed to create something that would, that would linger and be recognizable instantly. And as I was thinking about what to do with it, something fun and unique, I also just kind of thought, you know, rather than going with a standard rot and decay type of smell, a cliche monster smell, I, I imagine those overly sweet smells that, that can get a bit nauseating if you smell them strong enough. And, and that peppermint sweetness is what really just seemed kind of kind of fitting for a monster of the Northland and a story that even though the vast majority of season two takes place through the late summer and fall, as Roger and Jimmy are kids, um, the real story is happening in the winter. After the events of Old Zeke happen in the fall, we're seeing this story take place in, in through November, December, January-ish, that time period. And I thought, hey, why not bring in one of the quote-unquote Christmas smells for, for this monster, even though it is far from being a happy, jolly, Christmas-related creature. So that's why peppermint. That's why I went with it. And I thought, to me... Just the fact that peppermint, that smell can linger, it can kind of fill a room easily, and it's a smell that is very noticeable and very easily uh, translated to being an overpowering smell if it's if it's too strong or something you're smelling all the time. So that's that's why I went with peppermint. Simple as that, just a storytelling choice, and really nothing more to it. And and I thought the idea of you know, whenever this smell hits, indicating the monster, was just, like I said, a very fun uh, bit of juxtaposition between this sinister, um, you know, aggressive, mean monster and this smell usually associated with happy times, you know, the holidays, things like that. I thought it was an, it was an interesting play. And also, there was one thing about it that, that kind of stuck out to me too, is that when you think of that smell being so recognizable, it's one that as people in this story smell it, if they're not directly tied like Roger to this monster, when they smell that, they get hints and whiffs of that peppermint smell, it probably doesn't even register as danger, which allowed me to kind of ratchet up things a little bit on the tension side. So, what's coming ahead for season three, the final season? I'm not going to spoil much of the story there. I am going to say this, and then I'll talk about this a little bit more in an upcoming episode where I announce kind of the, the state of the podcast, what the schedule is going to look like for the next few months. But season three, get ready, because the story up till now has been built on a premise of being a little more slower tension paced. 
I've taken my time to build the tension, let this story unfold and set up the nice base layer for what's about to come. And as we get into season three, um, we're going to see a number of different stories happening simultaneously, all tied together in our narrator's search for Mystery Minnesota. We're going to see the danger levels increase. We're going to see the body count increase a little bit. And we're going to see just what happens when our narrator completes his mission, so to speak, to find Mystery Minnesota. Will he actually find it? That remains to be seen. Will we know what it is? I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. But you won't have to wait long. So if you have other questions, you have other thoughts about the series, absolutely reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, always open to discuss things, especially over in our Discord group, um, which we have linked up right at AICstories.com. Come join us in there. We're doing a lot of other cool stuff too, not just Mystery Minnesota. And so there's a lot of stuff going on. But if you've got thoughts, theories, uh, you know, different story projections on what you think might be happening, absolutely. I'd love to see people talking about what they think is going on and, you know, the things they're liking and enjoying about the story and, and all of that goodness. So I will see you there. And in the meantime, stay safe. Enjoy the early fall because things are about to get a little bit dark in our search for Mystery Minnesota. And I'll have more for you on that in just a couple weeks. Mystery Minnesota is an Adventures in Creativity production written, produced, and performed by David Swiduck. You can find out more about the show and all of the others at AICpod.com. If you're enjoying what you hear, be sure to reach out to us on social media by following at AIC Stories on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or, of course, you can email us via the contact form on the site. If you want to support the show and help more people discover and uncover the mysteries we're exploring, you can leave us a review or, most importantly, share Mystery Minnesota with your friends. Look. No matter where you hang out, be it Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or Instagram, word of mouth is still the best thing you can do to help support life here in Mystery Minnesota. So don't be shy. Let people know what's up. Of course, we'd love it if you checked out all of the other storytelling fun happening with Adventures in Creativity Productions as well. So while you're at AICpod.com, go ahead and explore all of the other content right there. You can get all of the great projects like Faded Words and Adventures in Creativity in one convenient place by subscribing to AIC Stories in the podcast app of your choice. Really is the best way to keep up with everything we have coming up for you on Adventures in Creativity Productions. But if you only want to follow the story of Mystery Minnesota, you can find us under Mystery Minnesota in your podcatcher or at anchor.fm slash mysteryminnesota. So get yourself all caught up and stick with us, because there's more to the story here in Mystery Minnesota.